0: Right, we talk about this year is a new season, is a time that we are to uh, rise up to enter and take possession of the promised land that God has uh, given to us. Okay, every one of us, whatever the promises that God has made in the Scripture, and when you read it, when you feel that this is what God is speaking to you. It is yours. Okay, so we need to rise up. We need to enter into what God has for us. So we talk about people who are stuck. They are not moving. They know what God is saying is good. You know, how do we break up from there? So last week we talked about we need to uh, uh, survey. We need to strategize. We need to plan so that we, we know exactly what we are to do and then how we're going to go about it. Okay, and it's not, what, it's not good to be alone. You know, We've got to team up with others of our like-minded so that we can encourage one another to move on because there are challenges ahead. So we need one another. We need to uh, be encouraged by one another to be able to, to enter into what God has for us. This morning, I want to continue further in, in our uh, teaching and understanding about taking possession of our land uh, to possess our inheritance we need to fight, we need to conquer, and we need to build. So we need to fight because there are enemies there. There are obstacles there. There are problems there. Right? So unless you are willing to fight, you will not take possession of the land. Okay? So, and then we have to conquer. To conquer, meaning, you are taking on challenges that is much higher, greater than you've ever done. Okay, if you are just taking on the little enemies that you know you can win, you are just bullying them. You are not making any progress. But when you are taking on enemies, the giant that is there, that means you are conquering them. So many of us, we have been bullying people all around. We have been, you know, taking on the little enemies. We just feel good. You know, when you take on the little enemies, you beat them, you feel good. You know, that's what a bully does. But there is no progress. So we need to conquer. We need to take on giants. Okay, you got a land, but you need to build on it. Okay, so this is what uh, we need to do in order to inherit, take possession of our inheritance. So this morning, let's begin with uh, reading Joshua chapter 17, verse 1. Joshua 17, verse 1. This was the allotment for the tribes of Manasseh as Joseph's firstborn. That is for Machir, Manasseh's firstborn. Machir was the ancestor of the Gileadites who had received Gilead and Bashan because the Macherites were great soldiers. So as we advance forward, we know that the battles belongs to the law, right? So when David encountered Goliath, That's what he said. The battles belongs to the law. So, if the battles belongs to the law, in other words, God will grant us victory. Is there anything, any limitation before us? God is the one who gives us victory, He's victorious over everything. So there is no limit before us. The limitation that is before us it's set by us it's conditioned by us, okay, so whether you can inherit the inheritance, it depends on your strength, it depends on your strength, so the limitation doesn't come from God, you know, but it's limited by our strength. so you look into this verse, the tribes of uh, the the sons of Joseph. They have two tribes. Okay, uh, one is uh, the tribe of Manasseh, and then so Manasseh, this this uh, half tribe, they were given land to inherit the promised land to inherit, and in the tribe of Manasseh, there was a firstborn of uh, Manasseh called Micah. That means he have other sons, and so as they inherit their land, they come across these two cities called Gilead and Bashan. Gilead and Bashan is the best of the city that they have uh, that is allocated to them, but they are strong city, right? So and the, the economy is vibrant in these two cities. But they are strong city. The people there are strong. The people there are more sophisticated. So if you are to inherit this land, you have greater blessing than the little villages all over the place that is left for the other sons of, uh, of, of Manasseh to go and inherit, because they are weaker. So the Bible clearly tells us that the Mechorites... They are great soldiers. That's why Gilead and Bashan was given to them. They were great soldiers. They're able to fight the enemies that occupies Gilead and Bashan. The other sons of Manasseh, they are not strong enough. That's why they are not given these two cities. And in fact, Mikai was so strong, when they occupied Gilead, eventually he, he established a place, he built up the place, and he becomes the father of the Gileadites. They become like another tribe or, or nation by themselves because they are strong, so strong and so powerful. Okay, so whatever you inherit depends on your strength. If you do not have the strength, you are not able to inherit Gilead and Bashan. So you're given the other villages. But these are the best. Okay, so we need to be strong. We need to be great in order to inherit the best of what God has for us. I hope with this understanding, we don't want to be ordinary. We don't want to be good soldiers. We want to be great soldiers. We want to be great people, not just good people. A lot of us, we are good people, but we are not great people. Okay? You don't want to harm anybody. You don't want to do anything that that is uh, uh, destroy people. You are good people, but you are not great people. We want to be great people so that we can conquer, so that we can take possession of strong cities, you know, uh, dealing with strong enemies and bring about transformation uh, to the city. Okay, in order to be strong, in order to be great warriors... What do we need to do? It's not because you are talented. You're naturally born with the talent. Oh, so they are great. You know, they are just exactly like the rest of Joseph's sons. But somehow they stand out. Stand out compared with the other sons. There are reasons why people are great. It's not because they are born great. Okay, so we need to work on ourselves if we want to be great people. We need to continuously grow in our life, in our mindset, in our attitude, in in every aspect of our life, continue to to grow, to to, to break through, so that we can be that great people that God has called us to be. That is called personal growth. So we must have the spirit of excellence in us. We're not satisfied with the way it is. It may be good. But we want to be great. You know, the church, our church may be okay. But we want to be greater than where we are at this moment. Because there is no limit. There is no limit. I remember God spoke to me once. You know, I do not put any limit on you. Right? Whatever limit limitation that we put is we place it on ourselves, not God. So we can continue to break through, continue to do great things. So in order to be great soldiers, you've got to be strong. You've got to be bold, right? So we need to have that kind of boldness within us because we know the battle belongs to God. The battle belongs to God. David, before he went to fight Goliath, he just heard about the threat you know, he saw the panic, he saw the, 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 the fear that is in the nations. When he heard that, he already told the people, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, why are you guys so worried? David knew the battles belongs to the Lord. He was bold. He was fearless. Even, the, even though the enemy was so strong. So in order for us to be great people, some of us, we are so concerned about failures. We are so concerned about this, about that, about, about finance, about resources, about so many things. But when we know the battles belong to God, if God has called us in, He will work it out through us somehow. So we got to rise up rather than be filled with fear and, and, and look at the problems and, and feel that we cannot move forward. Right. In order to be great soldiers, we've got to be bold. We've got to be fearless uh, in order to advance. So in order for us to be bold, like this morning, we sing about the greatness of God. Yes, it's true. But don't just sing about it. Focus on Him. Not focus on your problem, your weakness, what you can do, cannot do. You know That's beside the point. If the battle belongs to the Lord, everything is determined by Him, if we look to Him. In order to be great soldiers, we got to be disciplined. These are like the elite uh, squad of of a nation. You know, when a nation is under threat of terrorists, then who do you send uh, to confront these uh, terrorists, these enemies? You send an elite squad. They have special training. They go to greater... uh, Endurance in the process of training. Only those who can can go through that kind of training, you are selected, right? So the Micahs, they are like that. They are great soldiers, right? So we got to be disciplined, right? If we want to be to, to be great. Uh, many a time we we look at the circumstances. We say, oh, you know, I'm not free. Uh, I cannot. I'm this. I'm that. There's no discipline. Right? If you want to be great soldiers, you cannot allow a lot of these things distract us or, or occupy our time. Right? When you need, when you are called, you respond immediately. Right? You don't, you, you don't say, "Oh, I'm, I'm, it's not convenient." You put down whatever bothers you at that time because you are called. Right? So we got to be very disciplined so they, they move together. It's not about individual. It's about a squad, a team, working together to the minute detail, what you do and, and so on. So they are working together as one. Very disciplined. Rather than individualistic. No. You work as one. Okay, What you do as an individual will affect the whole team for good or for bad, so you've got to be very disciplined right uh, and united as one as we talk about, and the elite uh, squad they are tactically uh, uh, superior than uh, uh, in their, in their mindset, in their training, they're tactically superior than all the others. Because you're in a critical crisis situation, you're confronted with an enemy who could bring about so much damage. How do you deal with this kind of enemy? It's just like us, we, we deal with a lot of enemies. Right? Obstacles in front of us. How do you overcome them? Right. So you, you, you need tactics. So they, they are trained so that they understand the enemies, they, they know what weapon to use, you know, how they are to coordinate the operation, when to move in, how long to wait, and whatever. So they, they have tactics, they have plans. Great soldiers. And how are you going to take Gilead? How are you going to take Bashan, such a strong city? And, and they are stronger than you. They are stronger than you. That's for sure. That's a fact. But how are you going to take them despite the fact that they are stronger than you? So you, the strategy, the tactic is so, so important. Okay? Uh, so it's the same with us. Talking about transforming this world. That's a tall order. The enemies are much, much stronger than us. But how are we going to make an impact? We still can make an impact. So, we need to look to God. We need to have the strategy. We need to have a plan so that we can defeat stronger enemies. They are knowledgeable. You know, in order to be superior in a tactic, you've got to have the knowledge. So, we need to upgrade ourselves. We need to have knowledge. The things that you don't understand, learn. If it's relevant to you, if it's important for your progress. Don't just say, I don't know. You know, we always say, I don't know. Full stop. If you don't know, find out. If you can't, see what you can do so that you can. That's what we need to do to be great soldiers. And uh, the elite uh, squad, through their training, you go through a lot of inhuman kind of uh, 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 challenges, endurance, you know, sleepless night and day. Right? You have to go through that kind of training. And a lot of it is really inhuman, to put it, uh, you know, in, in looking at a layman's uh, point of view. And sometimes, you are asked to obey your commander. Whatever he tells you, however you think these are stupid ideas, or whether these, these are really, really not right, and whatever, you just obey you just obey. So somehow, if you don't understand the training, you would think that these these uh, general or these uh, trainers they are a little bit uh, how should I say abnormal kind of people. We uh, you know they they, uh, uh, they they just want to torture people. No, they are trying to break your self will. Okay, they are trying to break the self will that's inside so that you will obey order, because there are times you will have to obey orders knowing that you are going into your death. If you didn't break your self-will, during those times you you begin to be afraid, you dare not go in, because you know when you go in, it means you die. But in order to, to, to save and to be victorious in a mission, maybe some people have to die to save the rest. Do you understand? So if you are yourself, we are not broken. You see, Christians, ourselves, we are not broken. Every time we look at things, we think of how it benefits us. Oh, God bless me. You know, we we, we are so self-centered, selfish in our thinking. That's why we don't attempt great things, because all we look at is how it benefits me. But in order to be great soldiers, you've got to die to self. That's exactly what Jesus taught us if you want to follow me. So we may make decisions knowing that this is my death in order to bring about resurrection. Okay, that's what they do. And that, that's why they go through that kind of training. You know, the process of dying to self is, is very cruel. It's, it's more or less like Jesus going through the cross. But we Christians, oh, you know, that person offend me. So I'm, I'm hurt, I'm angry, I don't want to go to cell group, I don't want to join this group. I wonder, what is this? Great soldiers? No. You see, this is, this is most of the problem we, as pastors, we solve in church. Not the giant. Oh, this little little thing, you know. Uh, uh, and we want to take the kingdom. It's a joke. It's a joke. Unless we're great soldiers. We're willing to die. You know, it's nothing about my benefits. It's about Him giving the order. It's what He wants. That's, that's what matters. It means going to my dad. Here am I, Lord. Send me. That's great soldiers. That's what the elite squad are you know when they storm the building with the enemies there, with the grenade inside, with the guns there? There's no guarantee that you are safe. That's why I say you go in. That could be your death. You know, but you go in because it's a command. It's a team operation, right? You have gone through that kind of training. You've gone through the endurance. So we, we, we are not great just because we're born great people, sons of God. You can shout, you can scream. But it comes through training. It comes through what you've gone through, how you deal with them. Are you constantly avoiding problem you know quitting because you face problems, challenges, criticisms, whatever? Or are you constantly transforming yourself, changing, upgrading, growing to be that great soldiers that God wants us to be, to take possession of the land. The most difficult, most unreasonable treatment you get. That's the greatest training you can ever have. To be the great person that God wants you to be. Those little, little tra- training, who can who can take the, those little problem, a little people who say some uh, little things about you, you know, that's that's no problem. But when something really hits you, something really gets you, how do you respond? You know, so that is how we become great through that process. We need to work on ourselves, personal growth. Personal growth, right? You know, there's a lot of difference between, as I say, good and great. We are not meant to be good. We are meant to be great. Some of you, you go to the gym, you have great body, physics. It didn't come natural. I wish it come natural. (laughs) I mean, I know you put on your bicep. I put on it in another place. Just the wrong place. But in order for you to have that great body, physique, you go to the training, you go to the discipline, you endure, you push yourself, you push the limit. You see, all those things, you translate into your Christian walk. How you can be a great soldier, you translate it. And in your experience, you you, you relate those lessons that you go through. You pay the price, you pay a trainer. You know, but we want to be great Christian we paying price we want to be great Christian but the easiest way it just doesn't work okay so we need to really work on ourselves in order to enter into the greatness that we have we need to work on our mindset right every week you're coming here what are you doing what am i doing I'm trying to break your mindset. I'm trying to renew your mindset, change how you look at things, change how you, you know, uh, go about things. That's what I've been doing. If you have been listening to the message and take on those messages and work on it, well, today you'll be very different from five years ago. How you think, how you look at things. Isn't that so? If you're taking in to those lessons that we have, your mindset will be different when you look at things. So this is what we need to do, working on our, our, our mindset, working on our attitude. See, God put us in an imperfect environment to train us. As I told you, the most unreasonable treatment you get, that's the best training you have. It depends on how you react to it. You can be destroyed, or you can be built up to be somebody great. It's up to you. How we respond to those problems. So we need to work on our uh, attitude, you know, so that we have a spirit of excellence, endurance, faithfulness, uh, strength you know, coming into us. Okay. Some of us, when we face with problem, how do you respond to the problem? You give in? You get discouraged? You blame? You what? What do you do? You know? Are you? Rising up because you have problem, it motivates you to go the extra mile do the, do the thing uh, and, and, and change the situation around, or is it just discouragement, blaming or, or whatever? How do you re- re- react so we need to work on our attitude, so whatever the char- our character, whatever we need, we need to upgrade, we need to do it so that we can take possession of the promised land. So I shared with you earlier on, self-awareness is very, very important. Okay? It's through adversity, you know yourself. It's not during good time, you know yourself. It's true adversity. Remember, Peter doesn't know himself until he goes through those crises. And then he realizes who he is. Okay? It's in adversity, you know yourself. Okay? So once you know, you've got to acknowledge it. And then you've got to deal with it. Deal with the demons. Address the demons that's in our life. So what are some of these demons that's in our life? Our defensiveness, right? We have a lot of justification, a lot of excuses. Uh, uh, and we focus on our good. I talk about this again and again. right? But we ignore the problem. So we've got to uh, deal with our defensiveness. We've got to deal with being a victim kind of mindset, uh, some people they feel ever so sorry for themselves, you know, when something happened, uh, they feel uh, they they're so full of self pity, so they enter into that sort of helplessness because after all it's you know is what people have done to us. So they they have a victim mindset, right? We have got to deal with that kind of. Uh, feeling uh, some people they become abusers they attack, right uh, in order to protect themselves uh, some uh, so fearful of failure fearful for rejection uh, fear for pain fear for suffering being cheated uh, fearful for loss you know all kinds of fear we've got to deal with those demons in our life so we need to deal with all this kind of thing being aware of who you are so that you can uh, move on to become who you should be in God. This year, as you rise up to take possession of the promised land uh, uh, that God has given you, continue to grow. Continue to see how you can improve, how you can upgrade yourself in skill, in knowledge, in your life, in your mindset, in every aspect, right? We need to work on those things. Okay, the second thing. I mentioned the limitation to our inheritance is set by us because God doesn't set limit for us. The first thing is how strong we are, then we can inherit what kind of land that, that we have. The second thing is the limitation is set by us. But we can always enlarge our border. God wants us to enlarge our border. There's no limit. There's no stopping us. Okay? If there's any dissatisfaction inside. You know, you feel that you can do more. You feel that you can be. Hey, that is a good sign for you to break out. That's a good sign for you to, to enter into the greater things of God. Isaiah 54 verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent, curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. strengthen your sticks. This is God's command, God's exaltation, God's encouragement, challenge to us. Hey, enlarge. Go further. Don't stop. And then uh, God himself, as, as I mentioned, he, he, the, the battle belongs to him. Look at Exodus 34, 24. Exodus 34, 24. I will drive out nations before you and enlarge your territories and no one will cover your land when you go out, uh, go up three times each year to appear before the Lord your God. So can you see, it's a partnership between us and God. God wants us to enlarge our border, and He's challenging us to do it. At the same time, He's backing us out. He said, I will drive them out. But you've got to go. You've got to fight. You've got to enter those lands. You've got to face the enemies, or else He won't be driving them out. It's a partnership between us and God. So God definitely wants us. To continue to grow, continue to expand. The starting point got to come from your heart first. There got to be that dissatisfaction, there got to be that desire for more within your heart. Otherwise it will not take place. So we, 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 we know this famous prayer, a Jabez prayer in first Chronicles four, verse ten. Jabez cry out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. So you see, Jabez, there's a dissatisfaction inside. He refused to accept. That's it in his life. You know, he wants to break out. So he cried out to God. And you see, God responded. God always responded. He doesn't set limits to us. He wants us to call on Him. And begins to expand our territory. And looking at the tribes of Israel, some of them they were given the allocation of their inheritance, and they take it, they enjoy it, they're happy. But there is a group of people, this tribe, they were not happy. They were not happy with just this. Land that they were given. They want to break out. They want more land. Let's read it. Let's continue to read uh, Joshua 17. Now look at verse 16. 16 to 18. The people of Joseph replied, The hill country is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites who live in the plain have iron chariots both those in Bashan and its settlement and those in the very of Jeru. So you see, the the people of uh, Joseph, when they inherit the land, they were not happy because it's not big enough. You know, they need room for expansion. But the problem with them is when they are not happy, they want more, they see the potential piece of land that they can have. But they see the enemies, they see the iron chariots there, they see the obstacle, the problem. So all they do is come back to Joshua and complain and tell Joshua, well, we see that piece of land, but troubles, there are enemies there. So can you give us another piece? You know, this peace is good, but there are enemies there. So, some of us, you know, inside, we know we should go for more. We know that God has prepared more for us. We are not happy. We want more. But what do you see? Problems. No money. No opportunity. This, that. All the problems there. So, you forget about it. And that's why we're stuck. We're still where we are. So, they come before. Joshua and complain about the situation, about the problems that they have. You know, great leaders are great leaders. They always see something else when you see the problem, right? So, verse 17, but Joshua said to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, you are numerous and very powerful you will have not only one allotment, but the, four, uh, the, the, the forest hill country as well. Clear it, and its furthest limit will be yours. Through the though the Canaanites have iron chariots, and though they are strong, you can drive them out. Is it great leaders? But, Joshua said. But, Joshua said. See, they see different. And many times we we don't know who we are. We don't know what we have. They were numerous. That's strength. But they don't, they take it for granted. They didn't recognize it. So Joshua needs to point out to them, hey, you know, you guys, you have great numbers, great strength. And then, even though the enemy are so powerful, Joshua said to them, you are very powerful but we don't recognize it. Therefore, we get stuck. We stay where we are. We complain. We look at the problems and we just carry on each day with all those uh, unhappiness inside uh, and not fulfilling our destiny because we don't know who we are. It comes back to that problem always. We need to know who we are in order to inherit what God has for us. If you think you're weak, you're going to inherit peanuts. If you think you're strong, you're going to inherit Gilead and Bashan. Right? It's, it's who, who you are that determines what you're going to inherit. This morning, what, what are the struggles, what are the problems you're facing, you are facing, to stop you from breaking through? God is saying, hey, you are very powerful people. Do you know who you are? Do you know you are sons and daughters of the living God. You have a great God. You can break through. You can do it. You see, when David was uh, come ha- uh, had to have with Goliath, you have a much stronger enemy physically. Definitely, if David were to fight him physical with physical, David would lose. If David were to fight with him with the conventional weapons, you know, the armors of Saul uh, Saul, and the sword of Saul, if he was to fight the normal way, he will be defeated. When you're facing with a stronger enemy, much stronger than yourself, you cannot fight the normal way. You cannot fight the conventional way. You've got to be creative. You've got to be innovative in your approach. And so often, because we our mindset are so dull, you know we just see things on one dimension, we just see power, uh, strength with strength. So therefore, everybody is telling David, "You cannot, you are only a boy, you will be defeated." because all they think about is David coming to wrestle with Goliath, Of course David is going to be defeated. This is a little boy with a giant. right because they're only thinking about from their experience how to fight you know the weapons they, the the old way but this is a new season this is a new season do you know in this season we see 9 year old 10 year old boy little children earning millions that would never happen in the old day in the old day you only sell Sweet scallop and earn your five cents, ten cents, you know, as a little boy. And if you can save 30 ringgit out of what you sell, you are a happy man, you are a rich man. But this is a new season. The kids have new weapons, they are innovative, they are creative. You know, the, the method they use, they earn millions. It's a new season. So we cannot face the bigger and stronger enemy using the same old traditional ways of thinking and method and weaponry. We need to ask God, what are the new weapons you're giving to me? Who has ever thought a sling and, and a stone can kill a giant? Nobody can think, think that way. You just think about playing around. You know, do it in a circus Maybe. Hitting the bottle. But who can imagine this is a weapon that used to beat a giant. So God has given you things which are insignificant, things which you may overlook. But when you ask God, maybe those are the things that will help you to destroy the giant because it's already in your hand. You just need to use it. Okay, so we, we need to understand this is a new season. We we are not to do things the same old way, Right? So be creative, be innovative. The things that we have never done before, right? maybe it's time to try them and see great results coming to us. So don't let the problems deter you. Don't keep thinking about the old ways. The old ways will, of course, tell you it cannot be done. It's true. But be innovative. Yeah? You're dealing with more sophisticated enemy With iron chariot, they're more sophisticated so you got to be creative. You got to be smart because you may not have the the the, the natural weaponry, right, to to beat them. But you you're creative. You're able to de- defeat the stronger enemy. So I hope this morning that's 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 uh, what I want to share with you. So this this is a year that is ahead of us. There's so many challenge uh, that is before us. Definitely enemies stronger than us, challenges that is much harder for us uh, in our natural strength. But we can. We need to be creative. We need to uh, partnership with God knowing that the battle belongs to the Lord. Okay. Right. Let's uh, pray. Shall we stand?